All right, good afternoon, everybody. Uh, my name is Alex Barthet. I am a board-certified construction attorney. And today, we're going to talk about uh, discharging liens. Uh, again, this change is something that people do all the time. It wasn't in the statute. Now it's in the statute. You record a lien, and you only want to satisfy part of it. So let's say you're owed 100 grand. Someone's going to give you a check for 40. That leaves uh, 60, and, so, and that leaves a balance of 40. It's too late to amend your claim of lien. Maybe it's day 100. So what do you do? You partially satisfy the lien. So you give them a partial satisfaction for the $60,000 that they've paid you, leaving a balance of $40,000. That's what everyone normally did. But there was some confusion in a few court cases that said, no, no, you can't do that. You either satisfy a lien or you don't satisfy the lien. So the statute was amended to make it clear that you can satisfy the lien in whole or in part. Um, the next change is if you do your own satisfactions of lien, the statute now requires that in addition to referencing the lien that you're satisfying by its OR book and page number, you have to include the date that it was recorded. So those two pieces of information are required to be put in your satisfaction of lien. If you use a lien service like Sunray, they're going to take care of this for you. But again, for those that handle your own lien satisfactions, you have to have both the recording information and the date. If not, the clerk will now reject your attempt to satisfy the lien. So as you can tell, with all the things we give out, we got lots of gadgets and gizmos to try to help you be more efficient. So with respect to dealing with liens and releases of liens, we have this tool. Um, if you scan this and fill out your information, we'll send it to you. So this is a stamp. So you should be releasing liens conditionally. If you sign a release, and you are not getting a check immediately, you should make sure that that release is conditional. How do you make it conditional? You can add language to the release that says this release isn't any good until I get the money that I'm expecting. So instead of writing it every time, we made a stamp. So if you go online, we'll send you the stamp. It'll take a few days to get in the mail. But now every release, even if you think it's conditional, it doesn't hurt to stamp it again uh, to be sure that it's conditional. So if you don't get the money, the release is no good. All right, pri private project notices of non-payment. So this is for private jobs that have a bond. So if you're on a job that is uh, not public, so not a school job, not a uh, courthouse, um, and it's uh, bonded, the statute cleared up the fact that if you don't have a contract with the bonded contractor, right? so you're not in privity with the contractor, you need to serve a copy of your notice of non-payment on both the contractor and the surety. It was not clear in the prior version of the statute that you had to serve it on the surety. So they made sure that they changed it. So now when you serve a notice of non-payment, when you're owed money on a job, you have to serve it on both of them. Again, if you use a service to handle your notices of non-payment, they're probably doing this anyways. Um, so keep that in mind. That was the change that they made, just to clarify that those are the people that need to get served. Um, okay. 
Lien transfer bonds. So if you have a lien, that lien can be transferred to a transfer bond. A transfer bond is a piece of security. It's either cash or a surety bond that removes your lien from the project and puts it on this collateral. Again, it's maybe it's cash, maybe it's a surety bond. And there's a process for the clerk to calculate how much that bond has to be. The old version of the statute said that um, it had to be at least $1,000. Now uh, it's $5,000. Now that's the amount, that's the minimum amount, or 25% the value of the lien, whichever one is greater. So it's not that it's, if you have a $100,000 lien, they just add $5,000. They have to take the $100,000 lien, add 25%, so now it's $125,000 to cover the potential attorney's fees associated with having to litigate the issues related to the lien. The other issue that has um, been clarified is that the old version of the statute said that the, all the clerk had to do was send you a copy of something evidencing the fact that your lien had been transferred to a bond. What they would normally send you is something called a certificate of transfer. Every clerk in the county had a different form. Some said who the bonding company was, some didn't. So when we would get clients that would come to us with their certificate of transfer, when we have to now file suit to get paid, because you recorded a lien, it's been transferred to a bond, they're still not paying you, how do you get paid? You gotta sue the bond to get paid. But not all of the information was included in that certificate of transfer, which made it complicated to figure out who to sue. So we would have to do a public records request to the clerk to get a copy of the bond. It just added a whole layer of time and expense. Hello everybody, let me introduce you to the Lean-O-Matic, our Florida construction law calculator. This helps you understand what to file and when, depending on what role you have on the project and what type of project it is. You can get it for free at leanomatic.com. We'll send it to you in the mail, it'll take a few days. And this is a great tool to have so that you can always answer the question of what to file and when. You can get it for free at leanomatic.com. Hopefully you'll put it to great use.